Hello, this is Dr. Christine Schaffner, and today we'll be mapping detoxification on the 15-minute matrix. Welcome to the 15-Minute Matrix. I'm Andrea Nakayama, functional medicine nutritionist and your host. This is the podcast that brings you bite-sized insights and lessons on how to use the most important tool in functional medicine and functional nutrition. Today on the 15-Minute Matrix, I'll be speaking with my friend, Dr. Christine Schaffner. Dr. Christine Schaffner is a board-certified naturopathic physician who graduated from Bastyr University. She's the clinic director of Sophia Health Institute, the clinic she co-created with her mentor, Dr. Dietrich Klinghart in Woodenville, Washington. She actively sees patients at Sophia Health Institute and through her practices, Marin Naturopathic Medicine in California, as well as Bella Fiore Organic Med Spa and Clinic in Seattle, Washington. Dr. Schaffner actively works in partnership with practitioners who are committed to treating persistent Lyme disease all over the world. Through these connections, she has established a unique set of skills and knowledge to serve her patients. Dr. Schaffner seeks to improve access, outcomes, and speed of recovery for patients struggling with chronic illness wherever they may be, and detoxification is one of her specialties. Dr. Schaffner, I am so excited to have you here on the 15-Minute Matrix. Thank you so much for the invitation, and I'm really excited to have this quick and hopefully meaningful conversation. So thank you. I know it'll be meaningful because this topic is one that we all care about and you really bring it to a next level. So we're talking detoxification today. When you think about detoxification, how would you term it in our clinical work? How would you define it? Detoxification is one of those words, Andrea, that I think it's thrown around a lot. And I think, you know, of course, as we're excited about people feeling empowered and having more information, you know, detoxification, in my clinical opinion, of course, is more than a juice cleanse or a (laughs) water fast or a, a master cleanse or, you know, one of these things. I feel like detoxification, while there are periods of intense protocols that I absolutely guide my patients through, the more I learn about why my patients are sick and what we're up against with our environment, I feel like detoxification is almost a lifestyle that we really have to empower our uh, patients to understand their own unique physiology, how they can improve their body's ability to detoxify on a daily and even weekly basis. And then, you know, thinking about educating them on top environmental toxicants and how they affect their body and why these are key contributors. I feel to why people are so sick today. I just love how you talked about that because it's so important that we understand the daily, weekly ways in which we detoxify. And I feel like detoxification, as you said, gets a bad rap. It gets too much attention in what we're doing. And really, we can be detoxifying and help our clients and patients detoxify when they sleep, when they poop, when they sweat. What are the other things that you think of as 
daily detox habits? One of the things that we always recommend with detoxification is number one, avoiding exposure, right? So how right. can we educate and have a checklist of things that we want to make sure that people are avoiding in their environment so they can get rid of these things? So things that are really obvious to a lot of our listeners, but I think it's worth talking about for a moment. So, you know, water filtration is key, you know, mm -hmm. clean air in the home is key. You know, many of my patients are sensitive to mold and I would hate to go through these intense protocols with people and then find out they're living in a moldy home and their right. progress is being blocked. So again, thinking about that, I also want to make sure that we don't underestimate the effects of electrosmog on our body. And really that electrosmog has a profound effect on our body's innate ability to detoxify. Um, Dr. Klinghart, obviously he's my mentor and um, has shared with me a ton of research to show this. And then one of our peers in the community, Magda Havas, who's Canadian PhD, she even talks about how 5G is also affecting our sweat glands and our ability to sweat. And so I really try to encourage people to do what they can within their home environment and of course within their sleeping location we know that sleep is the time where our brain uh, detoxifies and it's a very restorative healing time so with all of that being said around emf if we can at least when we think of having a lifestyle detoxification and keeping our brains healthy and preventing the increased risk that we see in dementia and alzheimer's and all of these neurological diseases that our patients are struggling with how do we create a safe sleeping location? Because I think that's where we can take all this information and make it approachable, accessible, and way less overwhelming. Such important information and ways that we can start to think about this in our clinic. If we head over to the left side of the functional nutrition matrix, what I call the story in the patient case and think about the antecedents, triggers, and mediators. Can you walk us through some of the issues that might impede an individual's detoxification? Mm -hmm. I think that's a great question. And the story that, you know, we, we see these days, um, you know, we're all not starting from zero anymore, right? right. So, that, you know, there's this maternal fetal transfer of toxicity. There's over 200 chemicals found in the core blood of newborns. So we're not starting from zero. And then, you know, many of our patients, when we think about triggers and things that, you know, create and uh, make them more susceptible, they could have a dental intervention like an amalgam filling. They could then have a vaccine history with um, increasing their exposure to aluminum, especially right. a mold exposure, um, even a a tick bite or a vector that, um, you know, they get affected by Lyme disease or co-infections. And why I bring this up with detox, I, I think it's really important because all of the um, ecosystem that I know you and our, um, the people are listening, you know, know that these chronic infections are on the rise. And I can look at this in the context of detox in that infections and pathogens also produce biotoxins and biotoxins actually have to be eliminated through the same pathways that a yes. lot of these environmental toxicants have to. So it's this other kind of thing that a stress on our body that's making our organs of elimination, um, you know, more um, overwhelmed and overburdened. And that's when we see symptoms. And then from the flip side too, we see 
when people have more of what we would call a toxic terrain. So, you know, this heavy metal exposure, this glyphosate exposure, this persistent organic pollutant exposure, this fluoride exposure, electrosmog, that also sets up the conditions where infections can thrive. So I think we have to look at the infection piece as well when we're having this conversation. So important that we think about what you're talking about here. And you're speaking to basically the allostatic load that we are bombarded by all these insults. And where do we start? We also in the antecedents could think about specific genetic polymorphisms, maybe when turned on, these things aren't allowing people to execute on their pathways that are meant to help them. But again, we have all these insults. And I'm wondering what your approach is with detoxification when you're working on these hard cases. I know you work with a lot of patients who have these co-infections who are diagnosed with Lyme disease. And one of the things that I see happen too often is that people go to extreme measures to detoxify before their detoxification organs, their colon, their liver, their um, kidneys are doing the job they need to do. And as a result, create a more toxic terrain. How do you manage that with your client and patient load. And I think that's so important. And I, I really want us to get away like you um, as well as this, oh, we have to get worse before you get better. Right. Or the Herxheimer reaction is something that we should just, you know, just accept and allow our patients to struggle through. And while there is a component when you're dealing with what we see, you know, that that is part of the process, it doesn't have to be this long, prolonged part of the process. And if it is, I really encourage you to really question and kind of take a step back and see what we're missing, right? And so what we do to lay the foundation and to help this equation of, you know, as we are killing and mobilizing things, we have to have our exit routes open, right? So you touched on all of the primary organs of elimination. The things where I feel our patients get the most stuck are the liver and the gallbladder. There's a ton of bile congestion and poor bile flow. And so we use a lot of things to support that whole bile excretion into the intestines. And then we do a lot with binders. I think binders are a often underutilized and underappreciated tool that really, really work. And so binders are going to help to bind what's coming out of the bile and make sure that those toxicants that are your liver did such a good job of processing and getting into the bile and getting them actually out through the stool rather than reabsorbed and getting reabsorbed not only into the circulation, but remember that the toxicants that get reabsorbed can also get absorbed into our enteric nervous system because a lot of them are lipophilic and that can affect our central nervous system and affect our neurological disease. So binders really are foundational. We use things like chlorella. We use specialized zeolite, charcoal acutely. We also use modified citrus pectin, brown algaes. There's fulvic and humic acid. There's a ton of binder options and finding those binders that work for your patient. And then also making sure if they do cause constipation that you have some kind of equation where you're increasing hydration, increasing magnesium, castor oil packs, so that the binders have the positive effect and do not constipate people. So binders are foundational, number one. And then I think Andrea, one really overlooked system that is really critical in all of our patients' health is the lymphatic system. The lymphatic system, right, is the waste clearance system. It's also where, you know, our immune system engages with 
infections. But I feel that it because of modern life and just everything that we've talked about, it's often very sluggish and often probably under uh, supported. And I love doing everything from having patients go and see, um, you know, manual lymphatic drainage practitioners who either use their hands with a manual technique or sometimes their instruments that can be very helpful. And then there are herbs that help the lymphatic system. There are um, homeopathics and drainage remedies that help the lymphatic system. We have different creams and topical solutions um, and essential oils that can help the lymphatic system. But getting the lymphatic system moving is, I think, one of the best ways to avoid um, a detox or Herxheimer reaction and just move your patients more towards health. It's amazing to think about detoxification. And when we're looking at the functional nutrition matrix, it's its very own node, right? It sits there and holds a space for us where we could think about it. And yet it impacts every area of the matrix. Certainly when we are toxic, when our patients are toxic, it's going to manifest in the immune system, in the GI, it's going to manifest in our mind and our spirit, our emotions, our hormones and neurohormones are definitely going to be impacted. We're going to have less tolerance to deal with those environmental inputs because our bucket is full and you gave us so many great tips and resources that we could be working with in our clinics. When you're seeing patients, what rings a bell for you that there is toxicity at play or is it always through the lens of toxicity and the need for detoxification? It's a great question and something that I reflect on often. And to be honest, Andrea, I have just kind of accepted like being on the planet. All of us are struggling with exactly. environmental toxicants. And of course, some of us are going to have, you know, because of our antecedents and our lifestyle and our, our unique individual makeup and susceptibility, some of us are going to be able to handle these environmental pressures yes. better than others. But I, I, I feel like it's just part of our the human you know condition right now that we have to be acknowledging all of these things and we all have to even if you're healthy to stay healthy and prevent you know all of the things that we don't want to struggle with later in life and to increase our health span which is declining unfortunately in the U.S. you know we have to all be mindful of this. So I I actually feel you know very confident that you know when I see somebody who has a chronic illness, of course I'm looking at all of the factors you just mentioned, but it's this intersection between their immune system yes. and how toxicity is really affecting all systems. And I, I think that we need, we absolutely need to put this thread throughout the treatment. I always have drainage on board for all of my patients, binders on board, things to support their liver, their kidneys, their gallbladder, their skin, their lymphatic system, all of this. It's just part of the equation of getting somebody better and staying healthy. So maybe I'm just jaded you know, at this point, but I, I really feel that when you really look at you know, the facts of everything we're exposed to, how can we not be affected by this? Yeah, it really brings us right to that stress and resilience area. And it's how we mitigate that. What you're talking about is how the toxins 
that we're exposed to our stressors and how we build the body's resilience to be able to mitigate or mediate those stressors. I do have a question about toxins or detoxification in relation to relationships, because I think with people that we're seeing like you and I do, people who are chronically ill or facing chronic conditions, oftentimes there are other factors in our life that are toxic. Is this something that comes up in your practice where there needs to be sort of a relational detox? Mm -hmm. I'm so glad you brought this up. And I, I was thinking about mentioning this as well, that we have to not only look at these physical factors, but there's this whole energetic and emotional component. And so most of our patients can be highly sensitive and whatever that means to you, but highly sensitive, of course, can be highly sensitive within our physical makeup, but also energetically. So these are people that we might be called empathic. They can feel energy, if you will, a little bit more than maybe the average person. And so they have to be more mindful, not only with all the things we talked about, their physical health, but also with their relationships in their life and how they can be, you know, what's giving them energy versus draining their energy. And, you know, to like this other lens of looking about the mental, emotional and energetic and even spiritual aspects of health, we do find, and, you know, Dr. Klinghardt, of course, has taught me this and then, um, you know, life and my patients have confirmed or affirmed this process is that when people may be stuck in their health. Um, we have to, of course, make sure we're on the right track with our diagnosis and our treatment. But sometimes there is this kind of emotional process or trauma um, that yes. is affecting their body, right? So it's the trauma before getting sick or the trauma of being sick that can affect their um, cellular memory. And, you know, and when that starts to get addressed, and we have all sorts of supportive ways to do that, there's a movement in the body that actually translates into a physical effect of being able to detoxify better. And so I see this time and time again, I don't have, you know, this fancy term for this, I just see this, um, this relationship and this intersection between our emotional well being and our body's ability to process trauma has an impact and our body's effect to actually process toxicity. So, um, you know, if you're stuck with a patient, don't be afraid to look there. I, I absolutely think there's more and more people you can refer, you don't have to wear this hat as well. But just yes. I think having the awareness and kind of the curiosity to say this in a safe way for your patients, and you'll be pleasantly, I think, surprised about how that can be one of the most meaningful interventions you have for your patient. So brilliant, Dr. Schaffner. Thank you so much for bringing us a holistic, a very functional approach to detoxification. Thank you, Andrea. The 15-Minute Matrix is brought to you by me, Andrea Nakayama, and the Functional Nutrition Alliance. The 15-Minute Matrix team includes music by my son, Gilbert Nakayama, as well as Renee Hunt, Natalie Merrill, and Christine Shook. You can visit us and hear more episodes at 15minutematrix.com. And if you'd like to be notified each time there's a new podcast episode ready, please go to 15minutematrix.com forward slash notify. We'll drop into your inbox with a really short reminder that a new episode is ready for you. You also have an open invitation to email us. I'd love to know who you'd like to hear on the podcast and what you'd like to see mapped on the 15-Minute Matrix. You can email us at ask at 15minutematrix.com.
Before you go, I wanted to mention a free resource bundle I have for you. It's my new ebook, The Roadmap to Resolution, your blueprint for thriving in practice by addressing the root causes of chronic health challenges, even those that have not responded to the tried and true protocols you've been taught before. I wrote the ebook for coaches and clinicians like you who want to help those who are sick or in pain and just not getting better. There are ways that you can always make a difference, and I promise to show you how in the new ebook and the corresponding video series. It's all free, and you can get your hands on it by heading over to the podcast page at 15minutematrix.com or going to fxnutrition.com forward slash roadmap. That's fxnutrition.com forward slash roadmap. So go do it. Get your copy now and let's stay in conversation about how together we can make a change in healthcare.